Okay, dear listener, before we start the podcast, I want to talk about a serious subject. Um, Zach and I were supposed to record last week. Uh, Ruli, you were going to be out, unfortunately, but Zach and I started recording. We got about 15 minutes into the podcast, and then I, I got some terrible, terrible news. Um, one of my good friend's fathers died of COVID. This was a family who was anti-vax. They chose not to get vaccinated, and in the end, that cost uh, that person their life. And that hits home a lot for me because I've also lost a parent and to something that, you know, could have been avoidable. And so it's been tough to think about that and dwell on it. Um, I just, one thing it does is make me fucking angry at anti-vaxxing. Just anyone who is promoting that bullshit, anyone who is peddling that propaganda, uh, it just infuriates me. My grandfather was a polio survivor. You'll notice that we have eradicated polio, we have eradicated smallpox, we have eradicated so many diseases, and these deaths are preventable. And fuck anti-vaxxers. I know it's not productive to yell at them, I know it's not productive to get angry at them, but I'm not going to lie, I'm a little angry. And I just want to say that on mic. There you go. There you go. I don't know. Have you guys, do you guys know anyone who has passed to COVID yet? Fortunately, been, no. Yeah, it's it's been weird. Like, it's it's just hitting different pockets and different communities differently. Like my family and kind of circle has been pretty, pretty well off. Like we haven't had anyone have any issues, but like my neighbor next door, we talk to him every now and then. And, you know, he's, he's lost, like, I want to say almost like eight people within his community and just like other folks that he knows and stuff. Like he, he does like, um, he's a hairstylist. So he knows like a lot of older folks, but you know, it just kind of like, he's like, Oh, there, there was another client or there was someone else. So it's a, uh, it's very interesting how, as like as prevalent as it is because i forget like the numbers of like oh like i think it was down like one in a hundred or one in 50 like people have got it like there are some people where it's just like no impact whatsoever and like i think that kind of like adds to the conspiracy theory for lack of a better term problem of like it's not a big deal um that is like some people just don't get impacted and other people's that just like lose a lot of a lot of folks it's just uh it's a very interesting how stark that contrast is and how it contributes to how a lot of folks have this perspective on what's going on. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think most people don't really grasp, uh, you know, large numbers and statistics. Uh, it is hard for humans to visualize in general. And when, you know, less than half of the population has caught the virus, which is still massive, it's still millions of people. Uh, and it's a, you know, less than one in 100 mortality rate, which is a good thing. That still means statistically, most people probably won't know someone who's caught it because you'd have to know 200 people to have to know someone who's caught it and died of it. Um, and so people like to just say, oh, I guess it's not a big deal. Or uh, one of the lines that infuriates me is, well, you know, whatever happens, happens. It's like, no, just because you're statistically low doesn't mean it's not going to happen. But, but I think that's um, what kind of like blows my mind from the social network. Like, even though you may not know someone in your direct circle, like, it's not like this stuff isn't like obvious what's going on in the world so it is it is kind of weird we're just like you know just it's how folks can pick and choose which things to be aware of and then like to be hyper focused of certain problems and oblivious to other problems it's just a very weird dynamic yeah if you ever want to get real mad or sometimes laugh because it's just almost absurdist comedy at this point like tragic absurdist comedy uh, I think I know what you're going to say. If not, I have something to top it. <laughs> there's a subreddit called the Herman Cain Award. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
and Jesus, it shows up at the top of all every once in a while um, and just kind of makes it into my feet. I don't even subscribe to it, and I'm still just it's there and it's awful it's just awful there are so many well literally every post is somebody who bought into an anti-vaccine narrative or some kind of oppression uh persecution fetish fantasy and then reaped the rewards of that worldview um the only good thing I can say about it is that there are almost as many people in the comments, some make posts directly that say that reading those stories convinced them to get the vaccine. And I don't know if that's just a wake up call to, Oh, this isn't just a thing that's happening on the internet. Like a lot of things seem to be, this is a thing that's in the real world and our sense of distinction may be worn down a bit. We may be so inured to the realities of the world because we see them through this little narrow window of social media and the rest of the internet and the way that we've consumed content has affected that. I don't know, but you know, at least I I guess there's that, uh, that, that quote, I can't remember if it's from somebody or if it was just on a t-shirt, but it was something along the lines of if you uh, can't, what was it? Something like, if you can't be a good example, be a bad example. Like I, I be, can see like, something like that. Oh God, now I need to go find it because I'm butchering it. Absolutely. Um, I'm not going to remember anytime soon, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Did you want to add anything really, or do we want to get I mean, to trying to have fun? Want, how angry do you want to be? <laughs> oh. So, I remember. Okay, so, oh, go for it, Zach. Sorry. Some people's purpose in life is to serve as an example to others. Mm-hmm. And that could be good, good or bad. Mm. So I have to find more backing up of this rather than just tweets. Um but supposedly, South Korea made successful use of public health measures to keep death of COVID-19 down until it was about to get to 70% of the population vaccinated. And um, funny enough, the South Korean uh, playbook was taken from the U.S., except South Korea actually executed on it. Well, the U.S. kind of just like, my freedoms. Peace out. Bye. So it's just, you know, it's just funny to see how different countries and groups act to these things. And it's just like, it's... Because I, I think how I think you you mentioned it, Tom, kind of like like with the whatever happens happens mentality. It's just like that's that's ludicrous. Like we all have the ability to make things better for everyone around us, and if you don't, that kind of sucks. And it's totally doable to get things done. So I don't know. People are just a pain in the ass. Yeah, I just. I mean, <sighs> I, 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 I guess Randy is like condolences to your friend. That definitely sucks. You know, just like it's. I don't want any like the uh, pissiness to be like dismiss you know someone's loss because that does suck right you know it's just like, we, like and I think that's even like the tougher part too right because I feel like there is that disconnect where people kind of tend to think that like you know hey these are QAnon believing folks that you know just don't give a shit about facts but I mean you know they're people too and you know I think it's um, we live in a very interesting time where people can be susceptible to this stuff like um, 
one of the other interesting things I saw recently was like people were freaking out that vaccine, like uh, schools were starting to promote uh, promote giving vaccines, and it's kind of mm-hmm. like um, this isn't anything new. Like, why is why are you thinking this is like some weird like government's conspiracy? But like, there's this like attitude of just like everything that is intended to help people is some nefarious type of like communist agenda to inject 5g nano cells in you that are going to kill you in five years yeah, so and, i mean i don't know i know and, and all of this like notice that my opening remark like i didn't make comments about all the insane conspiracy theories right whether that that jfk jr was going to reappear in dallas this past weekend about 5g you know internet about all this unbelievable bullshit just yeah. They well, turned the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> That's an oldie, an oldie but a goldie. Well, it's 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 the hyperbole that makes it like impossible to believe, and I think that's where it just like that, that's where it makes it even harder to comprehend that folks would believe this stuff of like sticking spoons to themselves because they became men. You know what I mean? And it's just like it's it's hard to like disassociate folks that are like just not as informed or paranoid or whatever. You know, it's it's hard. It's I find it very hard to put myself in their shoes, but also I want to be empathetic and not think that they're like bad people. You know what I mean? It's just it's just a weird dynamic. Again, so many weird dynamics with all this stuff. It's all crazy and chaos. I don't know. I just for you should do it for others, but do it do it for your own family. Keep not only keep them safe, but you know keep yourself safe for them. I just it's infuriating. It's sad. It's tragic. And it's infuriating. Okay. You want a QQ? That's very heavy, Tom. I was not expecting that. Well, I didn't expect that to happen either. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard because a lot of these topics, you know, we don't... It's easy to laugh at the news and laugh at the conspiracy theorists and laugh at the bullshit. But there's a lot of good people out there who are just uninformed, um, who I think are just making poor decisions and you know we don't always talk about it and we don't always talk about the serious stuff and uh yeah that happened last week and i again I, i'm sure it's for me it's just hitting closer to home but it it just it breaks my fucking heart to i know what this guy's going through and i know he, i know he had a good relationship with his dad i'm sure his dad loved him and i'm sure his dad wouldn't have wanted to do that to him but that's the consequence of his choices and it's fucking tragic so i don't know yeah sorry I to think- start off heavy yeah, no, definitely. I think the the thing that makes me angriest is that it's not that they're uninformed, it's that they're misinformed. And somebody created yeah. that misinformation. Yeah, you're right. There's actually a pretty good list of, a really short list, of people who promote that sort of bullshit. They're almost universally, like, holistic health, uh, what's the... What's the word for that that quackery like essential oils and crystals and bullshit? Um, homeopathic? That's it. They all have investments in these big homeopathic groups, and they're like, hey, the more people that are distrustful of medicine, the more customers we have. Like, that's the simple, profit-minded motivation for a lot of that bullshit, and it just spirals so far yeah <sighs> yeah and the the really frustrating tragic absolutely infuriating thing is that nobody's going to be held accountable for that 
except for the people that <sighs> trust that information and pay a really heavy price, and that's not fair. Yep. Wah, wah. All right. That trombone. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's do this, folks. Let's let's QQ. Time's up. Start the game already! Let's do this. I'm ready. I'm not ready. All right. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Let's see if we can get this pepped up. Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ Cast. Today is Tuesday, November 9th, 2021. We're your hosts, Thunderpod, Zach Mayer, and Raul Torres. Hey, gentlemen. Hi, gentlemen. Hi. Oh, well, I, I don't actually say to say it, and then you both say it. Man, this is this is reverse psychology bullshit. Simon didn't say. <laughs> And this, dear listener, is the QQ review for movie slash TV trailers of fall 2021. I don't know. I'll sort the title out later. Uh, gentlemen, I don't know why in the last couple of weeks a whole bunch of trailers dropped. Um, so I figured we could do that thing that we do. It's very uncreative and we'll sit around and react to the trailers on mic. So it won't be visual and it'll be totally lame, but I think it'll be fun. So, yeah. I've, I've been out of the loop, so I have no idea what trailers have dropped for anything. Oh, good, 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 good. Because I have not, intentionally, I have not watched most of these. I want to do this uh, in real time with y'all. But, Zach, I get the impression you might have watched some of these? I did. Well, I had, Son of a bitch! I had a weekend without home internet, so I was just kind of on my <laughs> phone. <laughs> and... It was out the internet, so I had to pull out my emergency mobile internet. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was without the big internet, so I had to rely on the small internet. Oh. Yeah, the little internet is not as fun, but it, it, it gets you by. I also found out my hotspot has a data cap, and it's small. Um... <laughs> Are you Android or iOS? Uh, Android. And you have a data cap limit? What's your provider? Well, it's T-Mobile, and it's oh. uh, just for the hotspot. Um, the problem is I share that data with my wife and <laughs> we were both trying to work from home last week, uh, which, you know, for the most part, I had stuff that I could do offline. Uh, she is mostly in meetings all the time. So that data went just real quick. Um, uh, but it was always like, we get Wi-Fi almost everywhere and we have 5g service and phones most of the places that we usually are so using a hotspot is really legitimately just like a backup right i need to do something on my laptop that i can't do on my phone so i'm going to turn my hotspot on for a couple minutes not for the better part of a week that's not what we had intended that for so you know it's fine everything's fine all right so as far as uh selecting trailers goes um i've got I have eight, but I think only six of them are probably worth watching. Um, so how do we want to do this? Do we want to roll the dice? Do we want to have them do we want to list them in the chat and we can each pick one and round robin? Or We should definitely roll dice. If you have them in a list, <laughs> we can oh. roll a D8 and it'll be great. Okay, Here, well, D, D6. I need a typical dice. Do you have, do you have a D6? Okay. Uh, yeah, somewhere. Hang on, hang on. Um, is, there, is there like a d8.com? I'm kind of worried. If there I'm are definitely this. dice rollers. In fact, I'm pretty sure you can just ask Google to no, roll a No, no, I want a physical die. I want this shit. And then I'm going to put the sound effect in. It's going to be great. Yeah, Google actually, if you type in roll a d6, it'll roll a d6. Oh, nice. Um, 
Yeah, give me half a second. I can go find a dice. Do it. Meanwhile, while Zach is getting a die, a word from our sponsor. Ruli, who's our sponsor this evening? After these messages, we'll be right back. Um... Amazon.com, because that's where I do all my shopping now, unfortunately. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos trying to go into space. Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos riding a penis rocket into space. Wait, didn't, Jeff Bezos. Didn't he go to space? Yeah. Not technically. It's not trying. Oh. I mean, down below the Earth orbit, whatever. Sorry, false advertising. Jeff Bezos going to low orbit. Jeff Bezos going to low orbit on a penis. He didn't even orbit. Oh, more false advertising. Jeff Bezos going to... I what Going do you up and that? down on a dick. <laughs> oh, I hear, I hear some die in the background. Are you, are you ready? I have found my dice. All right, Zach, let's roll, roll a die. Roll them bones. All right, country roads, take me home. Two. Oh, that would be season two of a certain Netflix show pasted it in the chat yes 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 two. oh i think i know what this is yes yep okay who's counting us down all right count them down in three two one play ruly what are we watching the witcher season two something's changed the world's acting I, strange i got maybe like halfway through the first one. Oh, really well, i finished it's it because like I heard a bunch of people say that, like, um, the episodes you're watching are, like, in the past, but you don't know until it's, like, they tell you, and it's all confusing timeline stuff, and I'm like, I just yeah. want to see some dude punch monsters in the face and have that little little squire boy sing about it. That's all I care about. Like, I, like I, I, just, I just wasn't into, like, the whole other world other than the Witcher doing Witcher things. Yeah, I'll agree with that. So they, they have functionally i think three different stories that they are telling at the same time and they are taking place in different times and then they all coalesce towards the end so maybe season two will be a little bit more linear or unilinear i feel like i can just jump into season two and not care about season one yeah probably so the weird thing with netflix shows right now is um they seem very very flash in the pan where it's just like the world is talking about it for like two weeks and then that was pretty cool um yes yeah i like the fights <laughs> i do like the search fights but I'll, I'll talk about that later but like for the netflix shows like they're really popular for two weeks maybe a, a month max and then it's just like they're not in the zettergeist anymore it's so weird it's just like like I think Squid Games is a great example of that. Like I like for like a month it was solid Squid Game memes, and then all of a sudden it just like nope, it's it's over. Like we've moved on. The world has moved on. Yeah, well that's the Netflix model versus the conventional release it one at a time model. It seems like every other streaming provider, Amazon, Disney, they are all keeping the old once a week model to keep the shows alive longer. And it's like Netflix is doubling down on the nope. We said we're releasing it all at once, and goddamn it, we are not going to change. I'm very curious. Netflix is supposed to be a very data-driven company. I'd like to understand what data they're basing that on. Well, like from what I remember hearing, like um, there were some articles saying that they changed how they like quantify views because like the original model was like if you watch the first three minutes of a show, they consider that a view. Gentlemen, anything after that is just like extra bonus time. Um, 
Which seems really weird because shows are way longer than three minutes, so it doesn't make any sense to me. But I think they changed that up a little bit more. Um, I don't remember what they changed it to. But. Yeah, that's so that's so curious because that's not how like the YouTube algorithm works. They actually judge based on the percent of the video you've watched, and I, I don't know where the cutoffs are. But like, you can't just watch three minutes and if you if you watch three minutes of video and bail, they actually count that as a strike against the video. They count it as non engagement. Yeah, well, and like I I think that is like pluses and minuses where it's just like i get the whole world is a to some extent guided by an algorithm but like their algorithm is so precise and so like um it's just so exact in a sense where like just shows that seem like they could be better or like get more potential after a season or two just never happen just because it's just like from the algorithm perspective it's just like that one season enough that's all you're gonna get sorry Uh, I'm so mad about Russian Dolls. I loved Russian Dolls, and I don't even think they've renewed it for season two. I thought they did renew it for season two. Russian Doll was fantastic. Uh, Loved, loved, loved the ending. I could not have been happier. The ending payoff was so good. Did you see Russian Doll? I want to say that I did, but I think it was incidental. (laughs) I think Callie was watching it, and I was just in the room. Yeah, really enjoyed so it. I don't, I don't remember that one much. I don't actually want a season two of Russian Doll. I thought it ended perfectly, and I'm totally cool with it, but... uh, I thought they renewed it. I don't know. Okay, t- talking about The Witcher, the trailer we just watched. Uh, fun trailer. Enjoyed it. The fights look awesome. Looks like there's going to be a little more magic, a little more stuff. But really, I actually, even though I like the show, I 100% agree with your critique. One, that the the alternate timelines, I don't feel like they really had much of a payoff. Like, they coalesce at the end, and you were like, oh, we were watching different times. Like, it wasn't like, a, whoa, <laughs> everything, I should rewatch it. It's in different contexts. It's just like a way of telling the story, and it didn't really enhance anything for me. And I also agree that the best parts of the show were just when he was doing his monster hunting. So yeah. I kind of would have been cool with more monster hunting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the hard part and the the biggest criticism that I have, I, I and I don't even know how fair it is, the way that they decided to, like I said, they had three different plots, that they, three different stories that they were telling at the same time. And where a different series might have taken the approach of having each character get a full episode or two and sort of bring them together and tell them in a sort of like round robin, um, they wanted The Witcher in every single episode, so they just kind of mashed all the stories into each episode. And there wasn't anything to really separate them. I think, you know, and I'm not an expert on The Witcher, that that could have been intentional. Part of their whole vibe is the uh, concept of like the conjunction of the spheres, and there are sort of multiple realities that sort of overlay and intersect, and that's where we get monsters, for instance. And magic is chaos. And so the chaotic sort of element to the narrative itself is just a stylistic choice for the the treatment of this whole thing in the medium. Um, I don't necessarily have to like it, but I can sort of appreciate the attempt, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't take away and it didn't add so it just it just didn't do anything for me the whole timeline element of it i just i don't know it could have also been if if i was really cynical it could have also been a case of hey let's be like uh uh tenant and (laughs) 
or no. Inception and I mean, be we are... intentionally opaque so that people have to rewatch it. Yeah, we, we are sitting um... here talking about it, so technically it worked. <laughs> um, I, I would point out, you know, Zach, you said like each episode has a little bit of each story, and I feel like the the Netflix binging uh, made it where that was fine. And I do feel like had they been yeah. releasing those episodes one week at a time, it probably would have been super irritating because none of the stories were advancing very quickly. But whereas when you binge it, they all are more fluid. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to mention Star Trek on the podcast. If you think back to something like Deep Space Nine, when they had multiple storylines going on, you'd have an entire episode about Worf and the Klingons fighting in the war. Then you'd have an entire episode about the station. And then you'd have an entire episode about the um, uh, the Cardassians. Or like you'd have each episode would have like, you know, an A plot, B plot, but you'd have a full plot of each and you'd go from episode to episode alternating between them as opposed to they're all interwoven and there are the three or four plots in one episode. Um, but, you know, again, I think the Netflix binge corrected for that. So I think it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with it. I have really been wanting to go back and rewatch The Witcher. Like I remember most of the highlights uh basically any scene with dandelion in it um uh, but i i kind of want to go back and rewatch it because i remember enjoying it but i don't remember so many of the specifics that i'm going to be immediately engaged with the second season um so yeah it, it a refresher would be nice mm. and if i if and when i do that i'll discover if it holds up but yeah, no, I'm I'm still looking forward to the right. season two. And I think, really, you're probably right. If you didn't watch season one, the stories are a little bit more uh, in sync. Like, the, there's the three sort of main characters that you follow in the first season, and I think they're mostly hanging out together in season two. Uh, so, I just want to see the cool sword fights. There will, okay, so there, there will be more cool sword fights. There's probably a great way to, to, to transition off this trailer. So Zach's going to rewatch Witcher Season 1. I'm just going to watch Season 2 when it drops. Ruli, are you at all interested in finishing Season 1 or watching Season 2? I'm interested in finishing Season 1. Um, I'll maybe watch the first one or two episodes of Season 2 just because they pretend to um, make these shows heavier at the beginning and end. So I'll watch the first one or two episodes, and if I like it... I'll keep going. If not, then I probably saw the coolest parts anyways. Hooray. All right, Zach. Next dice roll. Dun, 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 dun. Two. Well, we already had the that. trailer. <laughs> so uh, how about, how about if we, I just remove that from the, the thing and we, uh, I'll just skip over it. No, it's fine. I got a six. Six. Ooh. Okay. I haven't watched this yet. This is not a trailer. This is a teaser. Teaser. I don't Ooh. understand how um, the difference between a teaser and a trailer, especially when a teaser is over a minute long. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense anymore. <laughs> but in any case, click and play in three, two, one, click. So what's Zach, the, what, what are we watching? It's Strange Things, season whatever. I think it looks so old, adapted. and it just makes it so weird to watch now. They're so old. Oh, God. Are they driving? Are those yeah. the kids? They're so old. Yeah. Well Eleven is twenty. <laughs> so what was up with that Stranger Things day or whatever that was like, like this past weekend or something? I have no idea. There was a Stranger Things day. Hey, it's the kid from Ghostbusters. It's from Ghostbusters. Stranger Things what? four. Spring break. For spring break. Hi. Yeah, that was a weird teaser, man. Like we didn't. We saw like military. You. We didn't see a single monster or. 
That was weird. Can't show the monster yet. I'm not gonna lie to you, that did not get me hyped. At all, actually. Yeah, well, you know. There was a... There was a creepy doll. Ooh, bad teaser, bad. <laughs> I, I don't know, I feel like, like, the, um... It had a really good trajectory, and then what is it? Has it been four years since the last one? No, three, probably three. I think three, maybe let's, three. Let's ask the Wikipedia. So 2016, 2017, 2019, and I guess what 2022? Is that when it comes out? Yeah, it'll be next year. Yeah, season one was fantastic. I'm one of the few people that apparently really liked season two, and season three was fine. Uh, season four, uh, that ta- that trailer does not have me, that teaser, I'm sorry, does not have me hyped, like, at all. Like, I mean, I'm still going to watch the shit out of it. Well, yeah, I mean, so yeah. am I, but... I mean, I, I dug season one, like, I, I feel like season two was, um, they didn't, like, they had, like, an overarching universe, but, like, they didn't know where they wanted to go. It's just, like, did they want to go the X-Men route or meet, like, Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Um, did they want to go the other route with like the upside down type stuff? I don't know. It just it, mm-hmm. it kind of meandered. I think that was the problem. Um, I really liked season three. It was really good, but I don't I don't know where they would go with season four. Well, they they killed Red Guardian, right? Uh, no, no, they. they I, don't know. I can't remember if he was alive. If that was a stinger, it's been so long. I think it was. Okay, I think the stinger was the demi gorgon thing, but I think they like, like they needed to do something to keep the interest there. So I think they like released like some other like mini teaser. I want to say like well, a look, year or something ago. The, the teaser after season three was they're in a Russian prison and they say go get the American, and the camera pans over to a demi gorgon. So you assume that Hopper escaped into the the upside down to escape the explosion, and that he came out in Russia. Oh, yeah, but, the, but there was another trailer of him in the snow at some point that was released. Oh, I didn't see that then. <laughs> Where was that one? Uh, let's see. Something about... Oh, there must have been another teaser for Stranger Things 4 that reveals that he's alive. Mm. I don't know. I'm on, I'm on the internet. I, I have yeah. all the info. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there was like confirmation he was alive, and I was, I was really surprised that they um, would even do that. Because I think do, that would do. be like a big... Well, it's it's like double-edged, right? Like, a big driving factor for that show is, like, so, some folks really dig that character, so the confirmation he's alive is good enough to uh, keep you at least interested in it in the future. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, let's keep trucking. We have a lot more trailers yeah. to go through. Um, all right, Zach, roll, roll, roll some dice. Rolling them bones. Prepare to get boned. Four. Four. One, two, three... Four. Okay, this this is cool. I've been waiting to watch this trailer. I'm excited. Okay. All right. Count them down to three, two, one. Play. This is a Disney Plus original, the Star Wars Book of Boba Fett. Brought to you by Marvel. Oh, I learned something offline about that spider bot. It has a brain in it? Yes, it does. Whose brain? Spooky. Hey, I read the uh, Tales of the Bounty Hunter book back in the day. So good. And Tales of Jeff's Palace. Both so good. Ooh, Crater City. I, I want to not be hyped, but it looks looks pretty decent. Yes. I'm digging this. Looks like a crime syndicate Star Wars show. I'm, I'm down. 
I intend to rule the Sopranos space. in space. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you were all once captains under Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, precious face. Let's mutually right, that's right, right like it. I'm interested. And it's yes. by Robert Rodriguez, which is always usually a good sign. Always yes. usually. Yeah, those words go together. Honestly, anything with Ming Nguyen in it, I'm just kind of watch. On a side note, I love the YouTube genre, which is basically even worse than us, is taking that one minute video and talking about it for 12 minutes. We keep it under five. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, we just ramble. I don't know. Anything else to add? I mean, I I liked Mando a lot. Hey, I'm a little worried about all the spinoffs they're making. Um, but uh, Robert Rodriguez, crime drama in space. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Well, I, I like that they have so much material that they can pull from that they are pulling from. The whole EU thing and the... Yes. Uh, what's his name? Like uh, but... Um, yeah, no, I, I think it'll be, I think it'll be good. Like if they have the same sort of philosophy behind this as they did for Mandalorian, then I think the storytelling will be tight. They will have great uh, visuals, good dialogue. It's just a good package. So I'm I'm happy to see this this come out. Content. Indeed. Give me that content. Yeah, this is December 29th. Actually, inter- I wonder why they're doing that after Christmas. You think they'd want to launch this on... Maybe there's other things Marvel's launching on Christmas that don't want it to compete with itself. Well, I don't think they want to compete with The Matrix. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, that's... that. Okay, whatever. So, okay, so quick thing. Like, I want to be excited and, like, I think I'll be okay because, like, with uh, a lot of the Robert Rodriguez stuff, he does a good job of, like, when he's painted into a box of like doing like things that aren't gross and bloody, he does a pretty good job. Cause like I, I, what was the, the other Netflix one? We can be heroes of, I watched that with my kiddos. They liked it. My kiddos love spy kid, the whole spy kid stuff. Yeah, so. Which I, um, I respect that he made those for his kids. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, no, my, my daughter is also obsessed with shark boy and lava girl. So like he can do good movies <laughs> there and, you and go. that thing. But I think, but I think what's interesting with that is like, there's this like level of like ridiculousness to it. And I kind of get worried where, like, it's just, like, if it's trying to be too serious, will it lose kind of, like, like some of its fun? But, like, I also like the Machete, um, Sin City, ultraviolet stuff and kind of wish that was there in the Star Wars universe. But I'm, I'm definitely not going to get it because it's in Disney+. Plus. But, you know, we could dream of it. That could be cool. Yeah, someday they'll get desperate. They'll go gory. God. Dark Star Wars. Could you imagine if they decided that, hey, you know what? Boba Fett's like 80. We should get Machete to play <laughs> Boba Fett. Oh, Danny Trejo apparently is a taco stand or taco like restaurant here in L.A. I need to go fucking find it. Okay, Zach. Yeah, what? he's a treasure. Roll them dice. All right. Oh, I dropped it. I need, I need an odd number. It is a... I'm being fair. It's three. Three. All Remember right. That? All right. This is the only trailer, I think, on this list that I've actually seen. So, Oh, and this is a teaser trailer. It's both in one. Well, yeah, they crossed the minute 30 mark. <laughs> oh, you know, you know what my pet peeves is? Um, the trailers that start with, like, a five-second, like, teaser trailer for the trailer that you're about to watch. I'm like, I don't need that. Just, just show me the video it's already. The, it's the Battlestar Galactica pre-game thing. Okay, pushing play in three, two, one, play. 
Ruli, what are we watching? Oh, this is this is the Lightyear teaser trailer, which I actually saw as well. Um, I'm very excited for this. Just this because it has Chris Evans, Chris or because movie. it's Pixar, or... Uh, yes, all the thanks. <laughs> so I think we talked a little bit about this in our chat. Um, I don't know where any of this takes place in any reality. Um, does right? this take place in the reality where the toys can walk around? So does that mean, like, Andy could have actually grown up to be a astronaut person? But, like, Andy lived in our time, I thought. And yet this is clearly science fiction future, or is this 50s technology they're using? I I bet this is a movie in Andy's world. I don't know. I bet that there's a stinger be. that shows Andy walking out of the theater and he's holding Buzz Lightyear as the toy. I, I just love science fiction, so I'm like, yeah, you kind of had me at the premise. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm very into it. Yeah, because I think I think all the the articles about it were like it's, this this is the, the story and I see the, the real person that inspired Buzz Lightyear, which I, that, that sentence itself doesn't make any sense. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> the true life story of what inspired a fictional character in a fictional universe in the past, but from the future. So is he gonna time travel in the end, and he's gonna go back and write a book? I don't know. I don't know. But again, um, uh, it's it looks like really well animated science fiction. So like, I'm fucking into it. Like, I'm, they, they just got me. They got my fetish, guys. If there's not a pizza planet represented in this film, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> okay. It sounds like we are all on board to Pixar. Anyone have anything else to add? Um, from the trailer, it was really weird how they focused on that crystal thing, just because it actually started playing again. I'm like, I wonder what the story is going to be about crystals in space or something all right all right we got uh we got two trailers left unless i'm sneaking something in at the end wink wink uh two trailers left so let's just do heads or tails really call it tails all right that means you are getting this trailer which has anybody read these books uh i think i know which ones you're talking about and the answer is no because Jesus. I tried to listen to the audiobooks for this, and each audiobook is like 12 hours, and I got like an hour or two in, and I was like, okay, I can't do it. I can't do it, guys. They are ponderous. All right, push and play in three, two, one, play. Zach, what are we watching? It's the Wheel of Time official teaser trailer. Prime video. Is the Wheel of Time related to like time being a flat circle? Time is definitely a flat circle. That wheel. I have no idea anything about this uh, IP. Oh, really? She got hydro dipped. It's how many books are in this series? Like eight? I thought it was more than that. I thought it was in the teens. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But uh, I, I have to yeah. look now. They're originally all written by Robert Jordan, and then the la- he died, so the last book was written posthumously by oh, a guy who wrote another fantasy series that's very popular, and I can't think of it. I gotta gotta say, posthumously is the best way to describe it. Yes, I don't it wasn't, think his it wasn't funny. Did. Yeah, his contribution is not great. I mean, it looks like one of those epic series that has too many things going on that's hard to get right. That yeah, which describes the book. But... So near as I can tell, there are 15 of these. Jesus! No, that can't be right. That, that doesn't seem right. Oh, there's 14. Robert Jordan wrote the first 13. Well, 12 and a half, and then Brandon Sanderson finished. I mean, I just Googled this, and... 
Oh yeah, the originally played as a six book series, real time span 14 volumes. Jesus! With an additional prequel novel and two companions, and I guess in total there's like 20 books under the uh, label. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to criticize it, the trailer looks very nice, looks very pretty, looks like production values are great, but it does look a bit like what we've seen before with Lord of the Rings, with uh, Witcher, everything else. But, the Wheel of Time series is a huge fucking following, so, uh, cool, we get to experience it, see how it does. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't turn out like the Aragon movies. Apparently those books are well-beloved and the movies are not. Or the Avatar live-action movie, which it doesn't exist. Um, yeah, now we'll see. Uh, if I, I have only impressions of Wheel of Time. Like, I know it's a very popular fantasy series and people really like it, but I also know that that impression comes from, like, my teenage years or early 20s. Uh, very, very much a YA sort of audience, and uh, my I wife has read a bunch of these. Yeah, I don't actually think they're YA targeted. These were started I, in I 1984, and I don't yeah. think they're listed as YA. I it's it's the audience that that I was given the impression from. Okay, right. So a young adult audience reading these books. Uh but like I said, my wife read a bunch of these and stopped. And I asked her why she didn't continue this series because she's read long series. She's a prolific reader. Um, she said that she didn't really like the way that the female characters were treated in the text. Like they're just written very one dimensionally. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't jive with what I see in the trailer. Like this is very much, uh, according to the trailer, a female led sort of uh storytelling world so we'll see but um yeah no i i don't know i i don't know what to think of wheel of time i oh. have mixed impressions so i'll I'll watch it like anything with high fantasy is going to be a yes from me dog <laughs> well we, we but, shall see how it goes because we all have prime so we shall see how it goes, goes. when it premieres in 10 days on uh november 19th Oh no. <laughs> There's the first comment on this video that I see. Amazon, please, please, please don't mess it up. This deserves to be as epic as Game of Thrones. Mm, other way around, that, kids. That feels like a curse. <laughs> that feels like you're wishing it ill. Anyway. Yeah. All right, Ruly, any comments on Wheel of Wheel of Time? Eh, I not my jam, but if people enjoy it then more power to them but yeah it's, it's it looks like one of those too many characters too long of an investment and warring factions blah 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 yeah yeah probably okay well uh really this next one should be more up your alley it has vampires vampires but i'm worried because i think i know what they said most. <laughs> they never said that word i i haven't watched this trailer i don't know what they do or don't say yeah well you're going to find out. Oh, we shall in three, two, one, click. So this oh, is the Morbius trailer. Oh, it had your pet peeve. It had the pre-trailer. It did. Um, I mean, I, I vaguely remembered that this was going to be a movie, and then I forgot about it. And then I guess it's still a movie, though. He's a doctor. He's going to be a vampire doctor. He does look very strawed. People all over the world have my like, disease. 
Okay, speaking for myself, but I imagine this is like on everyone's mind is more like, just tell us how this ties into the Spider-Man universe, please. None of them tie into the Spider-Man universe. <sighs> it, sh it should. It's like that's the whole point of having the Spider-Man universe is to like tie into Spider-Man. Wrong. <laughs> Wait, it's all Spider-Man. Always has been. <laughs> I heard the Venom movies were pretty good. Oh yeah, I haven't seen either. I'm looking forward to the next one. Isn't it already out? Is it? I yeah. thought so. Is it really? Oh shit, I need to find that. Venom. Eat people! Why? Okay. Like, with, with this one and Venom, like, it's kind of weird of, like, turning the bad guys into good guys? Anti-heroes, but I, th I thought Morbius was always a good guy. Am I wrong about that? Was this a Spider-Man? Well, I mean, I was, think wasn't he, he like, not a villain? Wasn't that the deal? Well, I mean, I think, like, he was both, maybe, for a while, like, bad for a while, but once he gets the vampires of in control, he's like, whatever, I'm cool. What was that, Doctor uh, Who and the Vulture are in this. You must say, yeah, I just saw the Vulture, and he's... I wonder if that's... I wonder if Michael Keaton's playing the same role as the Vulture. Oh, that'd be amazing. Well, that would give you the continuity you're wanting, really. But I want the Spider-Man, not the other non-Spider-Man people. Six degrees from Peter Parker. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good old Batman. You control it. I am Venom. So maybe it is in the universe with all of them? I, I can't tell if they're just fucking with us, frankly. I don't know. It's... <laughs> so it's... Okay, from, from like a trailer perspective, it's, it's always a delicate balance of like doing enough to make sure you know the story, but not showing you everything. And I still have no idea if, like if this is just like, oh look, origin story. I'm a vampire. I'm an angry vampire. Now I'm a nice vampire. At the end. <laughs> They're all origin stories. I love. I love. I'm, I'm tired of tired of the origin stories. I love this comment <laughs> because it ties into what you guys are talking about. Uh, us is Morbius in the MCU. Sony, yesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Uh, I I tricked you. We have one final trailer because we we watched the not teaser teaser to this, and now we're gonna watch the official trailer, which dropped like a week after the teaser. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Bruley, are you excited? What am I looking at? Oh, I looking at? oh yes. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, I think I saw the trailer for this. Yes, I'm excited. All yes, right. Yes, 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 yes. Count them down in three, two, one, play. Really, tell Yay. dear listener what we're watching. More the Cowboy Bebop trailer. The trailer. So what the trailer. As opposed to the last one was the Lost Sessions, which was like not oh, a trailer. I don't know. They're really laying it on thick with this opening of like, Spike used to be in the Mafia. Like, yes, we fucking you know get it. Well, the Syndicate, whatever. I kind of like the original Bebop try, doesn't... They're going to try to kill him again! I know. You can't get out, Tom. You never get out. I like that the original Bebop didn't lay that on thick. They tried to kill me. That might just be, like, the only time we see that come through. Unless they try and combine the series and the movie. I don't know. I am fucking loving the actor who is playing Jet Black. I am yes. loving it. Well, even, like, the, um... I know some of the CGI stuff, sometimes it doesn't come off pretty good, but it's looking pretty good. Uh, sometimes it looks great, and sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm also digging the Faye actors. I'm just digging the actors. Yeah, the cast is just doing it for me. The cops and the bounty <laughs> yeah. Get you the will. Uh, 
it's gonna be fun. What the actual fuck? I am happy they said that in the trailer. I think the only oh, thing. I just want to kill her a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I want it. Yeah, there's some movie notes in this. Oh yeah. Did we get like an episode count or anything? Ten. Ten hour long episodes. Oh, hour long, really? Yeah, yeah, they're double length. Oh man, I can't, I can't use that when it comes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I'm looking forward to like again, cautiously optimistic, but I'm, I don't know. I just I'm, I keep I'm already, digging the characters. I'm already past cautiously optimistic. It's gonna be good. I'm, I'm excited about it. Woo! This is either gonna be the greatest thing of all time or Death Note Part Two. No. Don't do it to me. No. So the only thing that has me not excited is I know that they said that Yoko Kano was attached to this. But I haven't heard any new music in any of the new trailers. Yeah, I, I feel like they like licensed out the original soundtrack and she was like, well, if you're licensing it, guys, give me yeah. credit. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if there's anything new, because I, I think that's kind of like, like, obviously you want it to kind of like hit all the notes, pun intended, or whatever you want to call it, to like have that nostalgia for the old show, but like, you know, hopefully they'll do a little bit of new stuff or try something out or, you know, new storylines and kind of the same same essence of the uh, the original stuff, so. Um, but I just want more new music. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how the soundtrack is. All right. Gentlemen, we did it. We went through all the zero-based indexed six-length trailers. Like, did we do a module? Modulus or something at some point, too? No, Should actually. We, we flipped a coin on the last two. But other than that, Zach, just roll that D6. Give that dice a kiss for us, Zach. Mwah. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. Uh, I think we'll be back. Gentlemen, we'll be back next week. Yeah, probably. All right. Maybe I'll have finally done my homework. We can talk about uh, the morality of piracy. That's going to be a fun one. Um, otherwise, we'll just browse Etsy again. But <laughs> y'all were browsing Etsy? That was the plan last week. Okay. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> you missed out, really. Okay. Uh, Zach Ruley, thanks again. Uh, I'm glad I didn't watch those trailers. Way more fun to watch them with you guys. It was fun. Always fun. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And until next time, dear listener, QQ, cowboy. See what I did there? That was a Bebop reference. Yes. Yes. See you, space QQs. That was better. Hey, dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. Please always remember that all views and opinions expressed on the podcast are representative solely of the person expressing them. Not of their friends and family, not of their co-hosts or co-workers, and certainly not of their employers, past, present, or future. Again, thank you for joining us, and thank you for respecting our individuality. You played two hours to die like this?